This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Hey, mamas, it's a quiet stormy night. That's not even a Christmas song. Like, that just got made up in the recesses of my brain. Like, what is that? What even is that? Hello. Hi. Uh, Right off the bat, if my lips look a little bit greasy, that is because I put grease on them because they were getting chapped. And that happens every time I am in the winter biome of the Minecraft world that is Earth. And it is not a pleasant experience. And it's very uncomfortable. So I'm sacrificing my vanity and looking like I just puckered up with a very voluptuous woman. And this is my lips. So... Um, also, don't know when this episode is going up genuinely, so let's just call this the Christmas episode. Is this going to be up days before Christmas, days after Christmas? We don't know, but don't worry, because Christmas is not the theme or any holiday that happens in December, because we are all inclusive. Many things happen in December, Hanukkah, Christmas, Kwanzaa, Tyotathon, any, you know, whatever you celebrate, whatever floats your boat. I'm rocking with it, but um, I got back to Canada last night from Los Angeles, where I have been for, I think, almost two months, and I want to talk about, I want to talk about a few things this episode, so uh, my apologies if this is all over the place, but it's kind of just like a little, we're just hanging out. We're, we're just feeling each other's vibes. I just bit my tongue when I said that. That felt really good. Um, I, okay. When I was in LA, the first month I literally saw no one, I decided to become a hermit in a little shell and not socialize with a single person. I made zero plans, didn't hang out with anyone. And I didn't mind it. I got a lot of stuff done. Um, I, wa- I caught up on a lot of shows that I have, that I have been meaning to watch. But I enjoyed it. Um, and then the second month of me being in LA, holy moly guacamole, I, for a month straight, I was off the rails seeing people, traveling. I went to freaking Atlanta. I went to freaking Las Vegas. And it was fun, except I really, like, drained my social battery. Like, that was on low power mode to begin with at the start of the month. Boy, right now, if I could I could genuinely go live in a cabin and not see another human for the next 
10 years. You could lock me in. I Like, now is the time for me to, like, commit a, a heinous felony and get, like, 10 years of solitary confinement. And I'll be like, hell yes. Give me a book. Give me, um, I don't know, a good TV show. And I will be set. Give me a Pokemon game. You know what I'm saying? So... I did definitely drain myself, and now I'm very much looking to recover, but I want to talk about kind of influencer culture, because I don't think I've ever made, like, a full video on it. I I definitely always bring it up, because obviously it's, like, such a big part of my life, like, as an influencer, or... Ow! Frick! I bit my tongue again. Why does all my painful moments happen whenever I'm recording a podcast? Like, two episodes ago when I, like, freaking ripped my ankle apart? Great. Um, no, I, this is something that, like, obviously is a big part of my life as an influencer in the influencer world in LA. But it's, I, I always forget that to 99.9999% of people... Influencers are this random group of people who have literally the easiest job on earth and just post, well, to varying degrees, but just literally post videos of themselves for a living. Like, there's people working in sewers, sewers, and we're posting TikToks for a living. Tell me how that makes any sense. Anyways, I I met a lot of new people um, this most recent trip, but I want to talk about kind of like... Okay, wait, let me... I wrote down... <laughs> oh my God. That laugh turned into a cough. Um, I wrote down in my notes like a week ago, a random... I, I, I'm still deciphering what it means, but I said, two type of influencer pretty and funny and that that was a whole note but i looked at it i was going through my notes i can't remember why but i was like wait a minute i'm honest something there and i realized whenever i meet influencers by the way i hate that word i want to i wish there was another term but there's no term that like describes someone who posts on like multiple platforms so i can be like tiktoker slash youtuber slash instagram no so we're going to say influencer, unfortunately. Um, but I've noticed. So like, let me, let's me let take it back. Let's take it back. The original influencers, TV stars, movie stars, okay? These were like fully well-rounded people who are one, like creative, but also two, like very sociable, very nice. Like, for example, to be in a movie or be in a TV show, you're going to have to like be able to wow a director and prove in person that you're, like, a cool, personable person, okay? Then comes along, like, YouTubers. And YouTubers, you still have to, like, kind of show that you have, like, creativity, talent. Social-wise, you don't need it all that much. You can fully be, like, a successful YouTuber without ever leaving your house. Then cut to present day, where we have TikTokers. We have a whole new breed of people who are, like, in this creative kind of field, and and some don't even have any talent. I am throwing 
I am throwing a an, an entire poplar tree of shade on this episode, okay? Um, so, bringing back to my original point, if you're following, stay with me here, stay with me here, I promise we'll get to the point. I've noticed that some of the meanest people I've met in LA are the ones who coincidentally or not are the ones who, like, aren't really creative and potentially have gained their platform simply because of their looks. And at first, I was like, okay, well, all right, let's dig into that. And then I realized, no, that that correlation is so strong because think of, like, the most pretty, attractive person at your school, or if you graduated, like when, like when you went to school, you get what I'm saying. Think about were they, were they nice? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute. And available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. I'm not saying all pretty people are meanie bobinis, and I know I'm a little biased because those were definitely the ones bullying me in high school. However, I think it's pretty, I'd say the, the percentage of mean people, I mean, no, let's put a Venn diagram. You've got mean people here, and you've got pretty people, and that intersection between the two is going to be pretty big. A lot of the time, okay? <coughs> Boy, five Omicron, oh my god. Um, So, that's kind of what I notice in LA. So, like, for example, when you meet someone who does comedy videos or is, like, a very creative person with their videos, like, I don't know, they do, like, fashion or, I, I don't know, they're, you can just tell, like, like, they got to where they are because they are creative, those people are literally always so nice and so personable. And it's, I feel like it's for a reason because like, like, for example, like, obviously if there's a funny creator, they're going to be funny in real life. Like, I mean, sometimes that's not the case. And that was definitely the case for me. Ooh, I'm really throwing myself under the bus. That was definitely the case for me. Like the first two years of me being an influencer, like I would like 
I don't know, make maybe funny videos online. And then in person at like parties and stuff, people would expect that same energy from me and I would just not give it to them because I would be so nervous and like very antisocial still. Didn't like learn how to get out of that. And people would like literally be so awkward around me after like five minutes of meeting me because I would just not, I'd be like very, very normal. Maybe not normal, but like not like energetic or bubbly or like cracking jokes or anything. Um, so like you very rarely see someone who's funny online who's not funny in person, I guess is what I'm trying to say. But it made me think like, it really sometimes, like, being an influencer, it literally feels like you're in high school when you're around people who, like, I don't want to say dancing, because, like, not necessarily all people that do dancing content, like, are mean or are not funny. But, like, people who you can tell got their platform from being a little pretty pretty, they're not always going to be the nicest people, okay? So just keep that in mind. Um however i don't know why i said however like i had a giant point to like jump into oh i i know what i was going to touch on um <coughs> y'all this better not be omicron like genuinely 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 i'm not quarant- i mean i would quarantine if i got a positive covid test but oh my god i don't want to do that um anyways anyways back back Let's re reel our thought in. Wow, I really lost my train of thought there. That's bad. That like like I lose my train of thought a lot in this podcast, but I really lost it there. Like she derailed. It's like spilling toxic materials into the stratosphere. Oh, I was gonna say, um, but you tend to see a lot of like influencers that got their platform because they're like more attractive or because pretty privileged you tend to see them being in social situations a lot more than the ones who are like kind of more creative i don't 100 percent know why that is my guess is kind of like i guess maybe like the more creative kind of people the people who like spend like a lot of time on content they tend to be like more introverted um and aren't like necessarily want to go out to parties like every single weekend or anything like that but um on the other hand, you have the pretty influencers who, like, they're the ones that they have to make videos with each other to kind of keep gaining a following. Because, like, you'll see, I remember that was out. There was that whole trend. I think last year, like, kind of, kind of like white boy of the month, and you would see like some random white boy just absolutely blow up and then die out after a month, like literally a month. It was insane, like clockwork. Um, and, like, it seemed like the only way they could get out of that was if they, like, met, like, freaking linked up with all the other white boys and created this, like, white boy freaking army. Like, they were, like, the next BTS or something. I guess One Direction. Why I say BTS? Like, put a group of five males. It's not automatically BTS. Also, BTS is not five people. It's definitely more than five. But they almost have to rely more on being social and like getting themselves in the right room to make the right videos with the right people to get ahead so it's 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 very interesting kind of like people watching and kind of seeing who's who um at these type of things however i had like multiple points i was going to touch on 
Oh. I was going to talk about um, beef. Yeah, the pescatarian's talking about beef. Um, This is, like, kind of unrelated, but I don't know if you guys do this, too. I will randomly find someone, and listen, I'm not a hateful person. <coughs> I don't know what it is, what signals people sometimes give off. But sometimes I will see someone who, oh my god, I literally want to throw them inside a microwave and turn it on to 10 minutes and watch them pop. I don't know what it is. I don't know what drives this, like, primal rage in my mind. But I have... (coughs) I'm thinking of three right now. And no, I'm not going to say the names. not trying to start beef. Because there literally is no beef. That's the thing. There literally is no... I mean, there's, like, small little things that, like, maybe have happened in person that have pissed me off, but the beef I have with this people is, like, so in my head, I actually think I'm psycho, um, and we'll get into that right after this quick break, hi, y'all just saw me roll in the window out of camera for the break, forgot that y'all can see me there, that is actually very embarrassing, um, so yes, I have people, a few like IRLs, a few, a few uh, influencers that, oh my God, I cannot stand. And like, when I see people hang out with them, I literally, no, no, no. Today we choose love, not hate. Um, But I've always kind of had this like fire in me. This like started in like high school, middle school. I would I would see, like, I don't know what pisses me off. Like, I guess when people are in, when people, oh, I know what it is. One thing I hate about people is when everyone, like, loves them, like, endlessly. Like, they're literally, like, their golden child. But you know it's, like, all a scam. And, like, they're actually ingenuine, actually, like, so rude and, like, evil. That, <laughs> that gets my blood boiling. And there is a few people that are coming to mind right now that fit that exact criteria, that exact rubric. And yes, they are TikTokers. And 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 the thing is, I've met all of them before. And they haven't even really done much. But just like being around them and seeing like the type of person they are, I'm like... I hate you. What did SZA say? And if you want it, if I hate you. Can y'all see me playing with my toes in the reflection? Thank God. I was about to delete this entire footage. Ah! Um, okay, next thing I want to touch on. I told y'all this would be all over the place. But um, anyways. <coughs> I need a I need my esophagus removed or something. Holy moly. Um I want to talk about parasocial relationships kind of a big word some of y'all might not be familiar basically one-sided relationships i actually don't know the full definition and i literally went to school for this fun fact i went to freaking college for a year and all we talked about was like these type of things parasocial relationship blah 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 blah. i tuned out my professor for a whole year and i genuinely have no thoughts or memories from the entire year and a half that i was in college because it sucked so much and i don't remember anything and it's literally a black hole void of my life 
but stains to school kids. Anyways, um, so I grew up with like watching YouTubers. Um, I think I've said that before, like, as y'all know. Uh, um, I, I I'm trying to think who I started with. I think it was Shane Dawson was one of the first YouTubers I ever watched. That is so Jesus Christ. Um. No, I, they, like, I genuinely, like, sometimes feel like I was, like, raised by YouTubers. Like, I would be so dedicated to these influencers to the point where I literally was, like, a creep. Oh, my God. This is gonna be so, this is gonna be so interesting to just announce. Um, I, I got to the point where, some in some like YouTubers that I was really obsessed with, or even I think there was a few Viners that I like really was obsessed with too. But I would like <laughs> find their address. <laughs> and now keep in mind, I was a 12 year old and I never had like any nefarious purposes when I did this. I just like wanted to know everything about them. They had no clue who I was, but I would legitimately feel like like they were my best friend. And so some of these, like, some of these YouTubers, I would, like, huh, I would pause their video when they were, like, driving in their car and see, like, a store nearby. And then I'd, like, go back and watch the video and see how many turns they took from their house. And then I would literally manage to find people's houses on Google Street View. Oh. And so then I would, like, I would, like, try and see what their life would be like, like see what restaurants are around there um, and kind of like follow their life so closely for literally no reason. Like you can tell I was just bored out of my mind that this is like, you you know, I had no friends. If that is what I was doing, if I was literally like, like YouTubers that had no clue I even existed, I was like convinced and like I would DM them. Like I was the type of person to literally DM someone like eight times and be like, Do you want to hang out? Or like like I had the for example, I had this one Viner that lived in Phoenix, Arizona that I was obsessed with, found their address, and then randomly I was going on like a family trip to Phoenix. The way I was messaging them every single day, being like, I'm going to Phoenix, Arizona. You want to hang? You want to hang? I'm big fan. Do you want to hang? <laughs> like what and i don't know why like i genuinely think it's because i had no friends but like i these parasocial relationships i would have were strong like uh i like and i get like the whole term influencer now because like they would mention any product and I would, like, ask my mom for it. Like, I was going to say I'd buy it, but, like, no, I had no money. I was only 13. Um, no, I, like, for example, SS Sniper Wolf. The grip that SS Sniper Wolf had on me when I was, like, 14. She would be, like, um, I'm drinking G Fuel. The way I would ask my mom for G Fuel that night. Um, she would be, like, just got Cracker Barrel cheese and crackers. Went to the mall, bought Cracker Barrel cheese and crackers. It was insane. Like, literally, I became, like, a mindless little goat sheep. And I, like, obsessed. Obsessed. And that's kind of carried over to my daily life now. Because I realize, like, how easy it is to, like, get personal information about someone. So, I try to be very careful about, like, 
like showing like the front of my house or like any identifying information. Like even Okay, I'm not even going to say I was bored recently and I'm not going to say which YouTuber this was, but I really wanted to know where in um Hollywood they lived. I found it within 5 minutes and this was like I should not have been able to find this. So they showed one shot of their backyard, which was like a view of like the mountains. I looked at the angle of the buildings compared to their house and then like went into Google, Im- Google, what, uh, Google Earth? No, Google Maps. One of the Google things. I don't know. And then I like tilted it and literally found the house. Now, the thing is like, I literally have no, I mean, it's like, obviously, uh, I mean, I never have any like ill intentions. Like I'm like, just curious for no reason, but like, it makes me realize, like, how easy. <gasps> There's a giant daddy long legs walking across the floor right now. It found my address, y'all. Um, it makes me realize how easy it is to find someone. So I try and be very careful. Also, this is not an invitation. If like I'm like, guys, it's so easy to find where your favorite YouTuber lives. Um, please don't try it. Uh, <coughs> have had that scare before. Have had multiple people come to my door. Had to get a ring doorbell. And I almost called the police multiple times. That was that was last summer. Such a fun time. Um, did I cry every single night and have a panic? Yes. So anyways, um, I think... Th- the thing is, I, I know like 99.999% of people would never even think of doing that. Slash even know how. Like that is just like so actually insane that like it's such a small percentage of people would actually do that and then of that small percentage um of people who would like actually try and find where you live it's such a small percentage of people who would actually like want to like come to your house or something so i (laughs) so like whenever i see people with parasocial relationships like not even saying like oh my god this spider's walking on my ipad now it's like walking towards me (sighs) go away wench um i i never like think it's weird even though a lot of people might think like like being that obsessed with youtubers weird because like um i think it can be very healthy sometimes like for example if if you're in a time in your life like for example during the pandemic when a lot of people genuinely could not see friends or anything like that like having like a comfort youtuber or, like a podcast or something very beneficial i had lots of people like that through the uh, pandemic and also through the multiple years of growing up when i had literally zero friends and having YouTubers talking in my room so that I didn't um, go sit in the garage with the car on was very good to have. Um, Brianna, I never, I never think it's like really weird. I, I, I think it can definitely be taken too far, as I mentioned. But as like kind of like a filler for maybe in-person friendships can be good oh my god i know what i was gonna say on the other hand sometimes there's like no never mind i'm not gonna talk about that there's too many too many too many i had such a personal story i can't say it i can't say it i can't say it okay anyways um essentially the, wow we really just covered three completely different topics in the span of 30 minutes 25 it'll be 30 minutes <laughs> but I always forget like how 
bizarre, like how genuinely bizarre like influencer culture is. Like we do stuff that is just not reflective of the average human experience. Like, like we have like we're really talking into our phones or dancing in front of our phones, and that's and that's it. And it's literally like as someone who worked freaking um at Bubba Gum for like a year at a greenhouse and at Cineplex and like which is like a movie theater chain in Canada and like you make like ten dollars an hour like I know how like I would it makes me think like I would be so annoyed if I wasn't an influencer right now like seeing like people literally just make TikToks for a living I would like actually be so mad I'd be so bitter um like working at my job seeing that and also because, like, that's always something that I wanted to do. That would be, like, an extra thing that would make me want to scream from the top of my lungs. So I always notice, like, when influencers kind of, like, get really big um, and they start doing their classic, like, you know, like, 2016 YouTuber, like, flexing, like, I just, bought Lou- just bought a Louis Vuitton backpack, just bought Tesla. It's like... <coughs> Like, I genuinely don't know what the response they want is from that. Because 99% of people are going to see that and not be like, whoa, this is so cool. Congratulations on your Louis Vuitton and your Tesla. Like, no. It doesn't, like, like you might, like, feel happy for them. But it genuinely doesn't feel good seeing people get things, like, so easily like that. When, like, for most people... Like, you have to work for, like, the bare necessity of living. Like, you, like, in so many cities to this day, like, you have to, um, like, even working a minimum wage job every single day is not enough to literally live. It's literally not enough to pay rent or get food. Like, that's insane. And then you see, like, I don't know, I don't want to name drop anyone, but, like, like, random TikToker being, like, Louis, Louis, Gucci, Gucci, Fendi, Fendi, Prada, like, and I need to be called out too because there was a point where like I like as I like gained as I got like more successful on social media, I would like think I was like, oh, like I my I may have the money to buy this. Let me just randomly buy it. It doesn't even matter if I think it looks good. I just want to have Louis Vuitton wallet. And then I would buy it. I'm like, that's so stupid. Like who cares? Who care who cares that it has a little letter L and letter V on it, like, like, not, and listen, if you do want to buy, like, designer stuff, like, it's not all bad, like, just make sure you genuinely like it, and it's something that genuinely you think you would, like, wear or use a lot, and it would make you happy, and it's not, like, not influenced by, like, something you saw somewhere, And that's my two cents on that. Wow, we really covered so many bases today, y'all. Um, anyways, hope y'all got... Speaking of which, hope y'all got Teslas and Louis Vuitton for Christmas. Um, <laughs> no, random side note before we end. Um, it would be so weird growing up rich. I always think about that. Like, I, like, I think maybe, like, every Christmas, my presents would never, like, end up being more than, like, $100. So imagine like growing up and you literally get like $5,000 worth of presents. Like (coughs) that is so insane to me. And like, I also kind of think not we're going over time. I need to talk about this. I always like kind of see, um, 
like TikToks of people like living a super rich lifestyle. And all the comments are always like, uh, well, not all the comments, but I saw this one comment that was like very true. It's like, once you have everything, life seems pretty dull. And that's like so true. It's like, like getting a luxury item should be like a very exciting thing. But if like every single Christmas, every single birthday, literally maybe every single week, you're like buying like a designer thing. It's like, that's like, what else do you have to look forward to then? Like if you're just getting every single thing that you want, like that's not how human brains are supposed to be working. Like you're supposed to have to like have some sort of like work or like waiting to get the things you want. And I feel like it like is unhealthy to just be able to get every single thing that you want. And that's me psychoanalyzing the freaking Jeff Bezos people for today. Thank you so much for watching this episode. Merry, merry, ho happy holidays. Happy Tyrathon, everybody. Um, love you all so much. If you want to tweet me your near-death experiences, um, use the hashtag I almost died podcast on Twitter uh, and at me at end of the week. Um, I'll see y'all next Wednesday. Take care. Take care. Take care.